You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome back to another episode of Mayday Mayhem Podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And today, if you have not heard the news, the verdict has been in. The verdict is in for Tim Norman of Sweetie Pie. And it is guilty. Guilty on all charges. Now, if you don't remember the Tim Norman case of Sweetie Pie, let me give you a brief um, a brief um, timeline of what happened. Now, Tim Norman was a pretty much uh, a TV star on the OWN network, and she's the son of Robbie Montgomery, Miss Robbie Montgomery, um, who used to be a backup singer for Ike and Tina Turner. Back in the day, she was one of the Ike X. Um, after she finished doing her gracious stint in music, she went on to open a restaurant called Sweetie Pies. 
where she pretty much made down home cooked meals, you know, that feed the soul, you know, the same way as she fed her soul with, you know, music. So in that being, she, um, she had two sons, uh, and a daughter, if I'm not mistaken, but she pretty much has two sons. I'm pretty sure it's just the two sons. I'm, if my memory serves me right. Um, her oldest son was killed back in uh, 1994 um, um, due to uh, violence. Um, and he had left behind his then Andre Montgomery, who was an infant when his father passed away. So that left him and, of course, Miss Montgomery and baby Andre Montgomery. Now, Tim had to go off to jail, and he did not go to regular jail. He went to the penitentiary. He served time for pretty much, um, like, armed robbery. Like, he he did some time for armed robbery. Um, I believe he was, like, 17 or 18 when he did that crime, and he got out in his 20s, about 27, 28. Now, when he got out, of course, like any other mother, she's going to open her business up to her children. If I had a business like that, and of course, my children would, of course, be welcome to my business. So with that being said, um, of course, he was welcome in, and she had all pretty much the whole family was the staff at Sweetie Pass. That's what made it so special. Everyone that worked there was related by blood or very close relations to the family. Okay, fast forward. Um, Tim is making his appearance on the TV show uh, along with the rest of the family, including Andre Montgomery. And, you know, Tim starts doing some kind of underhand shit if you know what I'm saying, because I was a fan of the show. I watched it all the time, especially when Miss Robbie had to end up um, actually suing him. She literally did sue Tim, but it wasn't, oh, I want money from him. No, she did it in order to teach him a lesson because he went behind her back and opened up other sweetie pads in other states and he didn't get the okay and uh, even allegedly he was even getting checks and miss robbie did not know about it so again she had to like show him like look you just can't take something that someone else worked hard for you know there's protocols and things to go through it so she did again eventually giving him his own place called sweetie pie jr you know, and that went down very quickly. It was in a not too good area. It was not popping, especially way Sweetie Pads is popping, you know, nothing like that. So that ended up being gone. Then he wanted to start a career in rapping. Yes, rapping. He even made a song with the Amigos called Loud. Now, um... I have played it before. Well, I haven't played it, but I've spoken about it. And you can catch it on YouTube. 
Um, and I will be going more into depth about Tim Norman's case on my YouTube channel tomorrow, Monday. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's a piece of work. And, and I just have to say sad note. He got wide hips. You do not trust a man whose hips is wider than childbearing hips. I'm just saying, it's just something about wide hips that... But I digress. Now, in between this time, he had a, a relationship with um, Jennifer Williams of Basketball Wives. And of even during this time that he had a relationship with Jennifer Williams, it was a toxic relationship where she had the file papers to keep him away from her because she was saying allegedly that he was going to do bodily harm to her. And with the um, outcome of events that have just unfolded, I can believe he was. Well, I believed it when she was saying it. No one else believed her, but Jennifer, if you're listening, boo, I believed you. I really did believe you because look, women and men know we're going behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? But again, she got away from him. Now, all this happened during around the time of 2016 when um, Andre Montgomery was killed. Now, the way Andre Montgomery is killed, which is Tim Norman's nephew now, the way he was killed, the reasoning I believe it was because Tim, I believe, my conclusion is, Allegedly, Tim robbed his mother's house because, again, I was a fan of the show, Welcome to Sweetie Pies. When Miss Robbie's house got broken into, um, she even said it had to be someone that knew the codes to get in the house and knew where certain things was. Because that's when she divulged to us that during her days as being a singer, she would take some of her tips and put them inside her boots or her coats or her jackets and just leave them there, you know, and leave it there to be gone and forgotten. Now, when my, when, when Miss Robbie's house was ransacked, all of her coats, her furs, like someone knew what they were looking for. They knew where her special hiding places was. And the only people that would know where these special hiding places was would be someone that is very privy to the ongoings, the real ongoings inside the house. So that would be someone as family. Now, during that time, it was alleged that Andre took it. Andre left because he said, allegedly, before his passing, he was saying he was tired of being accused of it. And he did not do it. Like, why would he do it when he could just ask his grandmother for anything and she'll give it to him? You know, she's even paid his rent. So again, you know, he had no reason to steal from her, but it was alleged that Tim did it. Now, this is when everything started to unfold. Tim alleged, it's alleged that Tim did it. Andre was supposed to allegedly go to the police to tell them that he believed that his own uncle did it. But this is where the conspiracy for hire to murder goes into place. Tim tells, um, and I'm sorry, you have to excuse the background noise. And it is Sunday and the children are not in school. So yeah, 
pretty much if I'm recording on a Saturday and Sunday, you're going to hear some background noise. I'm just keeping it a book and keeping it 100 until I get my um, extra bedroom here um, redone into my own studio, which that will be my new studio where I will be doing all of my recordings and all of my tapings in my spare room. Yeah, until then, you might hear some background noise. I'm just keeping it a buck. It's 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 a seven year old running around here. It's a seven year old. So, and a cat. Just letting you know. If you hear a little meow meow, that's probably her. She wants to get in on the conversation. And if you are privy to this show, you do know that the cat does come in and talk about certain situations. I don't know why. When I'm talking about certain situations, the cat will come in and speak her cat mind. And especially with this new mic that I have, it kind of picks up every single thing. So yeah, you you will hear the cat. You you, you will hear, you will definitely hear her go meow meow. But anyway, back to uh, what's being said. Now this is where the conspiracy for my for murder hire comes in. Tim Norman, he paid. Uh, what's his name? Wally. I'm going to call him Wallef, which was part of, uh, he used to be a producer for Nelly. And anybody who know who Nelly is, you know, he was an artist back from the early 2000s, you know, and he's still prevalent right now, you know, him and Kelly Rowland's uh, song, you know, you know, Nelly and the little ticks. I'm going down, down, baby. You'll see in the range road. Boom. Yeah, you know that, that, that. That's that Nelly. Well, Wally was a producer, and he is also the one who fraudulently made a life insurance policy for the amount of $450,000 for Tim Norman's nephew. Now, Tim Norman made a fraudulent life insurance policy with Wally. Now, how did, you know, he make this policy he made it fraudulently that boop got it then he paid um the shooter paid him five thousand dollars to shoot andre montgomery multiple times outside of his recording residence which that all did happen and how did he get outside the residence tim norman paid the stripper, which used to have a sexual relationship with him to actually lure Andre Montgomery out of the house. Because, see, when it first came out, it was always said that um, Andre was lured. He, he was in the recording studio, which was not far from his home. It was literally not even far from where his own father was was murdered. Okay. Um. He literally, his friends said that they were recording. And, you know, you have a bunch of guys or girls and y'all out kicking it, you know, and there's nothing but guys or girls there, you know. And the phone ring, like everybody that's supposed to be in the room is here. So who's on the phone, you know, and they heard a girl's voice. And that's when he stepped outside to have a further conversation with her. And that's when he was gunned down. All of that happened. Now, first, uh, Tim tried to say, oh, I wasn't even in St. Louis when that happened. But records do show that he was in St. Louis and he flew back out. Okay. 
it took very it took a very long time. Now this murder happened in 2016. It took a long time for them to compile and get all the phone records and drop phones and everything together. As soon as everyone was arrested, everyone started flipping. Uh, the stripper, she told. The shooter, when he was caught, he told. While if uh, the manufacturer of the life insurance policy, he told. But of course, Tim was steady saying that, oh no, he's, I I didn't do it. There's no way I could have done it. No, I, I didn't do it. I wasn't even around. I don't know anything that's going on. And they even have the shooter saying, yeah, he did pay me $5,000. And the stripper saying, yeah, he did pay me $10,000. And you open the bogus life insurance policy on your nephew for $450,000. Fraudulently of that, of course. Not to mention, again, this case gets weirder and weirder because all of it ties in with, again, his music video, Loud, because... All of these people were in his music video, the stripper, the shooter, and who you think helped produce it. And it was done with Amigos. Now, of course, you can pay any artist, uh, um, um, well, certain, not any. You can pay certain artists. And this is before the Amigos really, really blew up, blew up. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can pay upcoming artists so much of money and you know they will feature on a song for you they will you know they'll feature give a throw a couple of verses especially if they're new and upcoming artists and you're have ties to them or you're close to them or you again pay them they will do you know little shots on their songs on your songs per se because this was not an amigo song this was a tim norman song called loud featuring the amigos so it was a feature and he even states in the song always talking loud and it's even alleged that the reason he killed his nephew was because he did not want the nephew to tell that he was the one that allegedly burglarized Miss Montgomery's house and the aunt's other things. But it's alleged that Andre talked to the police a day before. And that's how the stories was in the streets that he talked the day before. So when Tim had murdered his own nephew, he had already told what had happened. So again, you look at this case that family killing other family, and this was for a $450,000 insurance policy that was not handled, that, 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 that wasn't taken care of. It really wasn't. You did not get a dime for it. You literally killed your only nephew that your only brother had. You killed him for what? For money that you did not get. And not only that, you left his son the way his father left him. Because when Andre Montgomery Jr. did pass, he did have a, if I'm not mistaken, a four or five-year-old son. So again, now this young man has to grow up without his father. And it was someone close to them. It wasn't a, 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 um, a enemy or a 
a person that couldn't be trusted or someone that didn't that they did not know. No, no. It was actually someone they shared a home with, shared a business with, shared a life with. His own uncle had him murdered. And now it's not alleged because he has been found guilty. Tim will spend the rest of his life in jail um, because the death penalty was off the table. So he will spend the rest of his life um, in jail. Um, And I don't understand how Tim Norman's defense attorney thought that it would be something different. Like he's surprised at the outcome. The hell if I am, we knew he was guilty. You don't trust nobody with hips wider than ladies' hips. And he ain't got no, 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 no uterus. He didn't transition to nothing. And his hips is wide. Oh, hell no. You don't trust him. Mm-mm. Wide hips, wide lads when it comes to a man. Now, if he, now, he ain't transitioned. So it ain't none of that. He was a man and he was sitting here talking about loud, talking all loud. And you didn't kill your damn nephew. Now, I wish that um, he could have, um, you know, got the death penalty. I'm sorry. Because he is someone that's unrehabilitated. He can't be rehabbed. You know, some people cannot be saved. And he is one of these. Now, he already has spent half of his life behind prison walls for you know, an armed robbery. Okay. So you got out, you literally got a second, third chance in life. And this is what you do. You misuse your family's holdings. Then you try to kill. Well, not try. You did have your nephew murder for hire plot killed. And literally within days of him dying, you started the life insurance policy. You know, uh, I'm not sure how life insurances go, but if someone dies unexpectedly, the the last thing that I think would be on my mind is a life insurance policy to be started. You know, especially if they were um, if they were murdered in a very in a, in a real sinister way you know that would be like homicide i don't think i'm looking to collect on a insurance policy for a homicide of a relative like that would be the last thing on my mind that would be the last thing of insurance policy that would be the last thing i would be too grief stricken to even think about insurance policy but we do know that uh yeah he was, he wasn't grief stricken. He was money driven. So it's a two different things, grief stricken or money driven. A lot of people around here, when people lose their lives, they are not grief stricken. They are either money driven or envious and want to make chaos for others. Trust me. I have experienced this very recently in my life on how careless malice and inconsiderate people can be 
when um, someone dies unexpectedly, you know, it's, it's very telling like, whoa, like I didn't know that people could really be like that. So again, Tim Norman has been found guilty on all counts. Um, he will be doing his sentence around uh, December 15th, but I'm pretty sure it will be, it will be guilty uh, with life on uh, no parole. So we already got the guilty verdict. Now we're going with the sentencing. So we shall see what will happen. But this is, we, we knew, we just had to wait. And the jury deliberated for about 17 hours to come up with this verdict. And again, now he's going to spend more of his life behind bars than he would have spent out on the street. And my heart goes out to Miss Robbie because she's not only lost both her sons, but now her grandson. And that was the only grandson that she had from her son that passed. Like that's so much grief that, that I, I could never, I would never. So again, my heart goes out to Miss Robbie because no one wants to see that or experience that no one. So, and my heart goes out to the rest of the family because I know it's a shock that they could not believe that, their relative would be able to do this, but unfortunately he did. And again, my heart goes out with Miss Robbie and to the, the family, because in this situation, not only is the family members, the victim, but they're also on the opposite side where their own family member was convicted of doing this heinous crime. So Again, my heart goes out to um to them. Um, I'm praying for peace and tranquility in their hearts for them. Because this again is it's insanity. So we are going to take a break. Um and when we come back, uh we'll have a little conversation about these Kardashians. Okay, okay. You know what, matter of fact, we're going to save that for a whole nother one. Because I got some shit to say about they ass. So, we're going to end this podcast for today. And we're going to come back. And we're going to be talking about Kim Kardashian. And these Kardashians. Because, see, I knew it. Everybody told me I was wrong. But, see, I was right. I was right. I, I was right. Just going to put it out there. I was right. I'm going to put it out there and say, mm, I was right. Mm. So, again... Uh, we're going to end this podcast for today. We'll come back with the Kardashians. So if no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. And make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. Everyone is special cargo. Everyone stay safe, stay healthy, and I get to y'all next time. And thank you for choosing to listen to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I really do appreciate you. And with all that appreciation, I would like to also tell you, you can also see me on my YouTube page, Mayday Mayhem, where I will be talking murder mysteries, 
weather, and all other strange oddities that we do talk about here, but we can have a more interactive lab, so to speak. So please don't forget to check out Mayday Mayhem on YouTube. Hey, and if you want to get in touch with me, please email me through my website, www.maydaymayhem.com. That's M-A-Y-D-A-Y-M-A-Y-H-A-I-M.com. See y'all later. Stay safe and healthy, y'all.